At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome into My Guys in the Desert, live from downtown Las Vegas in Circus Sportsbook. Stormy Bond and Tony with you. I felt like Oprah last night a little bit uh, watching the Oilers Avalanche game. You get a goal. You get a goal. You get a goal. Uh, I was watching the game, though, while I was at a bowling alley for my local Tuesday night uh, summer league that I am in. And unfortunately, I couldn't fire on live bets because that's all I wanted to do. You know when a game explodes like that and you want to get in on an over 12 and a half? Why the heck not? It's going to hit with all the goal scorers. A lot of fun. So we'll get into that game and a whole lot more on and off the ice throughout the course of the next hour. Dan Leach of the Detroit City Cast is going to be with us for the first half hour of the show. Steve Buchanan, MLB betting analyst at DraftKings, will help us go through the evening slate of baseball and Chuck Esposito of the Red Rock Race and Sportsbook also oversees all of Stations Casino is going to take us behind the counter and also take a deep dive into the NHL action. He's very dialed in, which is actually where we're going to start in today's top five, of course, giving you the nuts and bolts of what transpired in Edmonton, Colorado's Western Conference Final Game 1. Colorado won at 8-6, to six. even the alternate total over 9.5 at plus 460 was never in doubt. Every period went over. Our anytime goal scorers came through as well. Zach Hyman cashed at the plus 205. Connor McDavid had, an, had a goal in two points. Dreisaitl 2.9 plus 145. The 14 total goals 
came from 13 different skaters. So really hard to go wrong in that category in general. Edmonton also scored first, which cashed at plus 130. Nathan McKinnon had a goal and an assist in the win, but comes up one short, one shot short of the over four and a half prop that we gave out. Not for lack of trying, though. Ten shot attempts, but just got four on net. Now, as we look at the game two adjustment on the odds boards, over under set at seven, some seven and a half, juice though to the under. Abs a minus 185 money line favorite for game two, and from minus 250 in the series to a minus 475 favorite after securing the game one win. As we go to number two, though, the favorite Abs may have won the game, but did they lose their starting netminder in Darcy Kemper? Kemper left game one with an upper body injury in the second period, finishing his night with 13 saves on 16 shots. Backup Pavel Frenzos backstopped the rest of the way, allowing three more goals on 21 shots. Head coach Jared Bednar told reporters this morning, quote, he could be back tomorrow for us but added, I don't know how long he'll be out. So sounds pretty par for the course, though, when it comes to NHL injury updates. The Oilers, too, though, had to make a goalie change in the game, but it was voluntary in another rough series start for 40-year-old Mike Smith, who gave up three goals in the first six minutes to start the first period. Jay Woodcroft, their bench boss, declined to name a starting goalie when asked about it this morning. Miko Koskinen is their number two netminder in Edmonton. Number three, safe to say, we expect a very different type of game in the Eastern Conference final game one beginning today with the New York Rangers and Tampa Bay Lightning. Andre Vasilevsky and the two-time defending cup champs in the Bolts. They're a minus-130 road favorite for game one. Taking on Igor Shesterkin and New York. Total in this one, five and a half. Juiced at minus-125 to the under. Tampa also a minus-175 favorite to win the series. The Lightning are fresh off that sweep of the Florida Panthers. They've won six straight entering tonight and have also had a week and a half of rest entering tonight's game. So cue the rest-rust debate, which we will get into throughout the course of the show. Number four, quick NBA Finals injury update for you, and we'll start with the Warriors. Gary Payton, Otto Porter, and Andre Iguodala all practice in full today, including scrimmaging. They're all questionable for game one of the finals against the Celtics on Thursday. These three were always expected to be carrying that questionable tag into game one, but Steve Kerr said the fact they all made it through today's scrimmage was a real big step in the right direction. Keep in mind, none of them scrimmaged on Monday, and while they did practice yesterday, it was a lighter load. So this is the first full practice they've had in some time. Porter only missed two games of the Mavs series, but Peyton and Niggy have missed a month or more of action with their respective injuries. The Warriors are three and a half point favorite in the game, total 212 and a half. Golden State also a minus 150 favorite for the series price. Number five as we round out our top five. A lot of day baseball today. The Cardinals completed a sweep of the Padres with a 5-2 win at home. Same story, different teams for the Guardians taking three from the Royals. Close things out with a 4-0 shutout this morning in the Mets with a 5-0 win over the Nationals. New York outscored Washington 28-5 through three games. In progress right now, the Marlins lead the Rockies 8-zip in the bottom of six. Astros carry a 1-0 lead over the A in the top of in the bottom of five and it's the end of the fourth inning between the Braves and Diamondbacks Atlanta with a two nothing advantage 10 more games still to come but we'll break those down a little bit later time to welcome in Dan Leach of the Detroit City cast at Dan Leach 971 on Twitter how's it going my friend thanks for joining us Dan Tagless and by the way I bring good tidings our long national nightmare is over. The Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial is donezo. Wow. Thank the Lord. Johnny Depp, big winner. Big winner. Landslide. 15 Johnny mil. Depp was like, he came into the day, I think, like a minus one and a half point favorite. He won by like 15. Oh, crazy. I know you've been keeping tabs on that like crazy. I didn't know you were. Are you just like a movie buff and you're into like the reality TV type drama stuff in addition to your sports thing? Or is it a Johnny Depp specific thing? You're just really into Stor it. Stormleton. 
I'm basically into everything. And uh, yeah, hello, Puppet. I'm a big Pirates of the Caribbean fan. Oh, I heard your hello, Puppet, during the, during the show. Hello, <laughs> Puppet. I'm a huge pirate. No, listen. I, I respect all. I, I have lots of friends in Hollywood, and, and I was roommates. I mean, that's a you know uh, novel plug here. My roommate in boarding school was Topher Grace for that '70s show. So I respect the craft. I think Johnny Depp was you know not to get too controversial. I think there was a lot of libel going on or defamation. The whole thing was nuts though, and the fact that people were so sucked into that for weeks, watching it online, and all the crazy stuff you heard, and Depp putting his life on the you know out there, and Amber Heard you know standing up for herself. The whole thing was crazy. But no, I, I'm a huge movie fan and i yeah i'm definitely a big i like amber heard too i liked her in aquaman she was great in that outfit she was great in little mermaids oh my gosh i am like this is incredible what a way to start the show um and yes for for those of you wondering um in the break before we started the show i was talking about how if i wish that i could have an amazon like alexa <laughs> voice or a gps voice that was like a pirates of the caribbean accent like hello pulpit turn left anyways let's get into <laughs> a little bit of playoff hockey action because i cannot get over what we saw yesterday light bulb idea by the way can we get a grand salami bet for just how many goals over under are going to be scored in this game it was crazy last night yeah hello Papa. take me over <laughs> i'll just tell you this uh before we get to my great uh, uh stuff on the rangers the last couple of games this series and i still believe you know listen edmonton went down you know eight to six but they were down seven to four mm -hmm. or seven to three and they cut it to a one goal lead out of power it was just nuts uh I, I think that the oilers are still alive in this series if they can get a win in game number two, not not if they you know if they lose game number two, it doesn't mean they're dead. But the way that they're the, these both these teams, Stormy, as you know, you're a big hockey girl and you know your hockey probably better than I do. Turning defense to offense, there are not two better teams in hockey than the Avalanche and the Oilers, and neither team has seen another so far in these playoffs or this year that is able to do that as well. And you saw that last night. I mean, obviously, the, the Oilers got off to a nice start, and then within a couple minutes, the Avalanche tied up, and it just is this goal festival. But I don't think that anyone's ever going to be out of these games as long as they're not down. I guess even a four-goal lead's not safe. But this is going to be so much fun to watch. And and I, I didn't like the total. I, I, seven was the opening line for the total. I stayed away from it. But, of course, I know people were taking it live at 10, 11, 12. This is out of control. And can you imagine if someone took the Oilers plus, like, 30 to 1 and they came back and won that game? I mean, there, there were some times where they were around 30 to 1 live when they were down 7 to 3. So this is going to be a fascinating series. McKinnon, McDavid, it's going to be great. But I think the Oilers, if they can win game two, they can win this series even after giving up eight goals in game one and losing eight to six. So impressive just to see on both teams. The scoring came from everywhere. Um, and I, this is a stat that was really fascinating to me. The Oilers are the first team ever to lose consecutive postseason games when scoring six or more goals. It just doesn't happen because we know playoff hockey is supposed to be more defensive-minded, tight checking. This is a lot yeah. more open ice than we're used to seeing in the playoffs. But you, you talk about turning our attention to the Rangers series, and that's one where we do expect the more prototypical type of playoff hockey, not only with the goaltenders that we have in net, but the style of play we see in both of those teams. Yeah, listen, I'm very humble, as you know, but I just nailed the Rangers game six and seven. And I, I was on, on the great network on Visa over the weekend with my man Brady Cannon and actually gave out Rangers game six and seven, but also Rangers to get to the Stanley Cup Finals versus Edmonton, 30 to one. Rangers to get to the Stanley Cup Finals versus Colorado, 17 to one. So I have plays on all of that. But yeah, this is going to be a much more... 
I don't want to say, uh, you know, average series as far as goal scoring goes, but you've got Shesterkin and you got Vasilevsky and you've got these two teams that, you know, the Eastern Conference just seems to be more of a, a rough and tumble, you know, conference as opposed to the West where it seems to be a lot more scoring. And this is a fascinating series to me. I mean, the, the Rangers and Lightning had the same amount of points in the regular season. It was a tie break that gave the Rangers home ice. Rangers are going for back-to-back-to-back titles, which is insane. It's not like the 70s and 80s with the, the Canadians and the Islanders. Like, teams just don't do that anymore in the National Hockey League with 30-plus teams now. And to see the Rangers win five straight elimination games, I saw you retweeted my Gerard Gallant tweet. This guy, I know he hasn't won a cup yet, but the former Detroit Red Wing takes Vegas in their first year to the Stanley Cup Finals. He's been incredible in New York winning five straight elimination games. These guys love him. He knows what to do, when to push the right kind of buttons. And I think that he needs to be talked about even more. He's an incredible coach, and it's only a matter of time before he wins a cup. Well, it could even be this year. And I think this is going to be a seven-game Drawn out, rough and tumble series. A lot of back and forth, a lot of opportunities to zigzag your bets. I like the Rangers tonight in game number one, plus the 110 right now. I'm seeing it bet Rivers and other sports books. But I think this is going to be a back and forth series that is going to be maybe at times one goal, you know, one nothing wins, two one wins, maybe possibly three to two at some point. But it's going to be very tough to score on both these goaltenders. And that's, I was curious your thought process on targeting the totals because obviously they are sitting at that five and a half, which is low, but it sounds like you're, you're leaning toward unders throughout the way and we'll get a good sample size tonight for sure. Yeah, listen, I, I I liked the I had the over in game six. It was the first time we saw a game go over in that series, but this is a series where I just would be very careful with the totals. Mm-hmm. I think especially with the, the short turnaround for the Rangers, the Lightning have been resting. I know you talked about rest versus rust. I mean, I'm a Tigers fan. I'm going to the Tigers game tonight against the Twins at Comerica Park after we're done with this. The Tigers, you know, it's a different sport, but they rested a ton before they played the Cardinals in 06 in the World Series and the Giants in 2012, and they were terrible. So I believe more in the rust versus rest. This is going to be a very kind of wacky game at first, I believe. The teams are going to feel each other out, and I believe it's going to be low scoring tonight. Absolutely. Dan, stick around. We've got more to come with you talking NBA postseason. We'll, we'll get your opinion on that Tigers game as well, but remember, everybody, don't forget, you can get a lot of VSIN shows, all of them, in fact, available in podcast form right now, so make sure you become a subscriber today. More My Guys on the other side. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to my guys in the desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. We've got CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. You can subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. Fortunate, as we welcome you back here to My Guys in the Desert, to be joined by host of the award-winning Detroit CityCast, Dan Leach. Uh, Welcome back to the program. We just wrapped up talking a bunch of NHL postseason, and now it is time to turn our attention to the NBA Finals the Boston Celtics and Golden State Warriors going head-to-head. This is going to be a really, really fun one. The Warriors are your favorite in the series. They are a a three-and-a-half-point favorite game one at home. First off, just general thoughts of how you think this thing is going to go. Well, listen, they should be the favorites, and the Warriors metrically and just obviously by the eye test, they're clearly, they've clearly been the best team in the NBA for pretty much the whole season. And, you know, all due respect to the most disrespected one seed in modern NBA history, Miami, I don't think Miami could have given Golden State even any kind of run. Maybe even get we got swept, maybe a five-game sweep like the Pistons over the Lakers in 04. But at least I think the Celtics are a live dog. Mm-hmm. They can make this series go six or seven games. I don't think it will. I have the Warriors winning in six. But, you know, when you got a guy like Jason Tatum, 
and the, the cast he's got with Horford and, and you know, uh, Marcus Smart and, of course, Jalen uh, Brown and just the way that Udoko, the coach for the Celtics, has been incredible. Uh, they're going to be alive in this series, but the Warriors are, Stormy, they're just so good. And, you know, you look at game number one, I know it's three and a half. It's kind of been flat. No real movement on either side. Like there's most of the tickets of the money uh, percentage wise are, are on the uh, Warriors based on the sports book. And then the total I know has gone up a point to two twelve and a half, and I lean on the over in, in this game one. But to me, I'm not taking a pregame bet on the side or the money line. I'm going to probably live bet game number one and see what, you know, because the Celtics could steal a game in Golden mm-hmm. State. They could. But I just think Golden State might make this series pretty short if Boston doesn't get things going right away. They just played a, a rough and tumble seven game series. They almost gave it away in the end with that Jimmy. The Butler didn't do it three that he still, you know, doesn't regret, but probably does regret. Uh, but I think this is going to be a fascinating series in the first couple games to see what Boston can do on the road at that beautiful Oracle by the Bay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think the Warriors win this series at six. But, boy, if Boston can get a win and steal one on the road, maybe things are different going to games three, four, five. Yeah, and Boston has been the best road team of any team in this postseason. And I, I wanted to follow up on your taking the over potentially in this game. Total set at 212.5 because this is the first finals to feature two top Uh, the top two defensively efficient teams in the NBA since 1996 when it was the Bulls and Supersonics. So these are teams that focus on that side of the ball, but you think this is going to go over. Why do you think that the the shots are going to fall in game one? Great question. This is why the Detroit City cast and my appearances on this show are always award-winning, maybe even in my own head. You know, we saw all those totals going under early in the playoffs and we started seeing stuff going over towards the end. I look at this as, yes, you've got two incredibly, you know, top-level defensive teams, but I just think it's going to be a wide-open kind of game. You know, it would have been a little different if Miami played uh, Golden State as it is with Boston. I think you're going to see a lot of wing, you know, just wing play and shots from all over the court, whether it's Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, whether it's... I, Obviously, on the other side, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. Uh, you look at just the way that I think these games are going to go. And obviously, there could be certain games where they're definitely lower scoring. But in game number one, I got it to 11. And now I know we're up to two, uh, 12 and a half. I just feel like this game is going to be in the 220s, 230s, mm-hmm. because both these teams are going to just kind of let it fly. And obviously, if they miss a lot of shots, it probably will go under. But I think that in game number one, just the way that I've kind of looked at this, looked at some of the numbers, looked at the way that obviously even Boston might be a little tired, I think it's going to matter in a game one of an NBA Finals. I, I will say this. Zero games, finals experience, Stormy, by the Boston Celtics on that roster. 120-plus on the roster of Golden State. That definitely will count for something. Maybe that's why Boston will start flinging shots. Hopefully some go in. That's why I like the over. Absolutely. Youth versus experience is going to be a big storyline coming into this series. And that Warriors in six ticket, by the way, plus 550 for anybody still interested in getting in on that market. What about MVP? Because obviously Jason Tatum and Steph Curry are going to be your favorites atop the board. They are... It, critical contributors to both teams. But if you if you look a little bit farther down the betting options here, who do you think might be next in your mind as the most critical impact player? Storbleton, I love betting the NBA Finals. I mentioned I like the Warriors at six. I'll be betting probably pretty much every game, whether it's live or pre bet, but there's nothing I like more than my MVP picks this year. And I'm definitely betting against Steph Curry, who's now a minus 110 favorite of Bet Rivers and other places. Obviously, if the Celts win, you would think it's probably Jason Tatum at plus 180. Not to say that Jalen Brown or Green or Clay Thompson or someone else can't win it, but now I'm looking at Andrew Wiggins and my man Jordan from the deep end of the pool, the former Wolverine, 50 to 1 
Now, if this was a series against Miami, I would favor a guy, a longer shot like a Draymond Green, more of a rough and tumble series. In this, which I think is going to be, yes, there's good defense on both sides, but more of kind of an open series, more, uh, you know, a lot of shots being taken, a lot of threes being taken. If the Warriors do win this series, let's say in five or six games, or even if there's somehow a sweep and maybe a couple games are close and Jordan Poole, as he's done for much of the year, hits some big threes late. He could be the guy that does it unless Steph Curry has like 50-point games and is the obvious choice. Plus, we know that writers like the new hot story, and Steph Curry's won the MVP before. So I look at what Wiggins did against Luka Doncic, could do that again against Tatum and others in the defensive end. And then Jordan Poole with his ability to hit clutch threes late, 50-1 to one on both those guys, 50 bucks wins you, 2,500. I've got plays on them both. I love them both. Love that perspective. Here with Dan Leach, host of the Detroit City Cast, and also just for a tease a little bit later in the show, that thought on value in the MVP market. I have a play that I really like for Con Smythe in the NHL that we'll talk about a little bit later on in the hour, but stay tuned for that one because it is a little bit off the wall, off the board on a lot of places as well. Let's start talking a little bit of golf here, Dan. The Memorial Tournament coming up beginning tomorrow. We have John Rahm as the favorite, won this event back in 2020. Very well could have won it last year had he not tested positive for COVID going into the final day. Was your leader that forced him to withdraw. Patrick Cantlay instead won in a playoff with Colin Morikawa. As you look at this odds board, do you like any of those three guys that I just mentioned or are you looking a little bit farther down in this market as well? Well, I like one of them, and I'm looking further down. By the way, was I think Rob was up by six strokes. He definitely would have won the tournament. It was just unfortunate. This whole COVID era has been unfortunate. But I look at this, by the way, back-to-back weeks. I had Zalatoris in the, the playoff a couple weeks ago. was able to cash that out and win a little money. Last week, Harold Varner the third, 50-1. to one. Harold Varner the third went eight over in three holes after having a fried egg on 12. Don't even bring that up ever again. It was just terrible. You guys, leading the tournament finishes even par after being minus 10. But I've been right there in the mix for the last several weeks. I love betting golf, as you know. And I'm going to start with Morikawa, who you mentioned was obviously in that, you know, in the mix of that playoff last year. Morikawa, strokes gain, driving. Top 10, whenever he does that, he was that last week. Whenever he does that the next week, he has been very, very successful, including a couple wins. He's at 20 to 1. I really like him. I'm going to go back to the well with my man, Zalatoris. I think he's had mm-hmm. sufficient time to let that, you know, frustration after not winning the playoff, but at least getting in the playoff, kind of in the last second at the PGA Championship and losing to Justin Thomas, kind of sit with him. He's a, such a great tee to green player. Uh, you know, obviously the putting has been a problem, but I think that he can recover. And this is like the sweet spot right before the U.S. Open, a couple weeks away. It's a good course for him at Muir Field. So I like Zalatoris at 28 to 1 or so. I got him at 32 to 1. And then Joaquin Neiman, who of course has won earlier this year, I'm seeing him around 33 to 1. I got him at 37 to 1. But anything above 30 to 1 with Joaquin Neiman, I think this course fits him well again. And it's one of these things, Stormy, where, you know, these guys are playing. Justin Thomas and and Tiger Woods or whoever in recent years, maybe like five, six, seven years ago, never would have played the week after a major. But since the schedule has kind of gone to this whole full year thing, you're seeing some guys – you know, I was a guy, Justin Thomas, missing the cut last week at plus 440 or something around that. You know, these guys are playing a lot more golf than they would in consecutive weeks. But I think that this right now, after the PGA, a couple weeks later, a couple weeks to the U.S. Open, this is a great spot for guys like a Neiman or a Zalatoris or a Colin Morikawa to really kind of, they're not just going to get their game in shape. They're trying to win. Mm-hmm. And then it's not like the next week is the U.S. Open, which I would never take a guy the week before and then winning a major the week after. It never happens, especially the Masters. So that's why I like those three guys. And also a play. A smaller play, I have for you to play on Patrick Reed. I think this course fits him as well. Uh, he played some decent golf last week, and he's another good tee to green player. Great, you know, guy that can, you know, be good around the greens. And I think that's what you need at Muirfield. So those are my four plays for the Memorial at Jack's place. 
There you go. Yeah. And then one thing that I just love about you, Dan, is you always have a guy that whether he wins or not, he's always in the mix and gives you a chance, which means you can live bet as well as you get a little bit deeper into the tournament. Uh, I kept, If we're talking golf, I got to ask you about the match. Brady and Rogers versus Mahomes and Allen. Where, where, where do your allegiances lie in the match? Nowhere, because it's garbage. <laughs> Don't bet that thing. That's so stupid. Is that not hilarious, though, that there are markets out there for everything now? Yep. I mean, you can live bet it. You can talk about, you know, birdies and eagles and pars and bogeys on holes. Tom Brady, you know, is the- he going to get another hole in? Is he going to get a hole in one? We saw that drone shot that he had from the, oh my gosh, that was like, I know a lot of his videos are fake, but was that one real? That one was real, right? Uh, I'm going to say it was Amber Heard fake. I'm just going to say this. I'm just going to say this. I love all this stuff, Stormy. You know that I love everything. I'm a lover of life. But the, you know, I'm not betting on freaking Josh Allen and Patty Mahomes and Brady and Ryan. <laughs> Who the hell knows what's going to All shots at the Wynn Golf Course. I was just out there last week in Vegas. No, thank you. I mean, have fun. Watch it. But you're just throwing money away. There's literally no way to handicap that. These guys are football players. They're not golfers. St. Jude's play, as Michael Lombardi always calls it. You're just giving it away. Appreciate the time, as always, Dan. You're awesome. Love you all. And to all a good night. Yeah, there we go. That's Dan Leach. Uh, Funny, Aaron Rodgers was taking shots at our guy Mahomes today. Said he probably loves TikTok. You know, it runs in the family. When we come back here, some props worth considering tonight in the Eastern Conference Final NHL game. And talk a little baseball. Steve Buchanan, MLB betting analyst of DraftKings, joins the show. to my guys in the desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Reminder, everybody, the VEASAN Summer Special is here. For just $39, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from right now through the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with some of the best betting content in the business, and it's right here at VEASAN.com. As a subscriber, you get access to all of it, including Jonathan Von Tobel's picks and insights for every game of the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil, our NHL expert, breaking down the action on the ice through the Stanley Cup Final, and Adam Burke's MLB Best Bets. We'll also have lots of NFL preseason coverage, not to mention and continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. So if you want the full VEASAN experience, our daily email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools and video live stream, it's just $39. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash Summer Stormy Bond and Tony with you. Time for Prop Lock and Profit. Some of my favorite props coming up tonight, and we're targeting the NHL Eastern Conference final. I like Mika Zibanejad to score an anytime goal today for the New York Rangers at plus 215 here at Circa. I've seen it plus 140, plus 150 other books, so like the value here. He's coming off a series against Carolina where he scored four goals his last five games of the series, and while he did not have a goal in that final game, he did have three points, so it was clearly facilitating against a team that has really good defense and goaltending prowess. Also, four goals in three games against the Lightning in the regular season. He scored in their most recent meeting, March 19th, with a 2-1 win and had a hat trick. Their first game of the new year against the Bolts, January 2nd, had six shots on net and a 4-0 shutout. So at minus 150 to have a point, I'm taking the plus money honey with the anytime goal instead. And also, speaking of in goal, how about their netminder, Igor Shosturkin, over 
28 and a half saves at minus 105. He's hit this number in 10 of 14 playoff games. And keep in mind, that includes two really bad games where he had to get pulled early. He's averaging 33 saves per game this postseason. In the last round, just flipped the switch to get back to that Vezina caliber Igor we know and love. Allowed just 1.71 goals per game, a 947 save percentage, and has... Uh, gone over that save number in five straight games. My initial concern was just what type of shot volume we were going to get with the Tampa Bay Lightning. They've been inconsistent, only averaging 31 shots per game, but the Rangers' D gives up a lot of scoring chances and almost 37 shots per 60. So let's roll. Our next guest is ready to prop lock and profit on the baseball diamond. Welcome Mm -hmm. in Steve Buchanan, MLB betting analyst over at DraftKings at SBuchanan24. Can also catch him on MLB Network. What are you saying? Huh? Huh? What's going on? I, I like this intro. Keep going. Yeah, keep saying. <laughs> you keep can saying also stuff. catch him three times a week on MLB Networks, MLB Central, the one, the only Steve Buchanan. Welcome to the show. That's a TikTok incoming. There I'm we, you know. There we go. Anything, by the way, in progress that you're sweating right now? We got to check in on. Uh, nothing right now. I'm actually okay with that too, because it's nice to get through the afternoon stress-free. So, but tonight's a different story. Yes, we do have 10 games still to come. So while we're talking props, why don't you hit me with your best prop? One that you really, really like coming up tonight. Yeah, the Seattle Mariners to go over four and a half runs tonight at minus 120 going up against the oil the uh, Orioles. And most importantly, Kyle Bradish, who has just been Abysmal is probably a nice family-friendly way to put this uh, when he's been taking the mound this season for the Orioles. The Mariners are finally starting to come around, hitting a little bit over the past week, hitting 277 as a club with a 354 Woba during that span. Over the last seven games, they scored at least five runs in five of those seven games. So this is a really good spot for them against Radish, who has allowed at least four runs in three straight starts now. And the second time through the batting order for Braddish, this is what really caught my attention. The second time going through a team's batting order, he has an ERA north of 11. 11! How is that even possible? And you're still in the major leagues. So hey, whatever. That's fine. I'd love to bet all the over when you're taking the mound. But uh, yeah, that ERA north of 11, the second time through the order, that was just really eye-popping for me. So giving the Mariners over four and a half runs tonight, I absolutely love that play. See, now that's a TikTok waiting to happen. You don't see that every day. Really love that insight. And, you know, I'm disappointed. We had Dan Leach of the Detroit CityCast on a little bit ago, and I meant to ask him about the Tigers game that's coming up tonight. Didn't get a chance, so I will ask you. Tigers-Twins going head-to-head. Is there any prop in this game that you're considering? Yeah, I like school to go over his uh, his strikeout prop tonight. I think it's at a really enticing number at five and a half. You can get that at minus one twenty. You know, this is somebody who really struggles with getting the ball in play, allowing home runs. He really hasn't had that happen uh, so far this season, which has been a huge thing for him. And that also means that his strikeouts have been going up. So you're going up against a Twins team who, admittedly, is playing a lot better than I think a lot of us have expected. Mm-hmm. But uh, you look at Scoobles' numbers so far this season. He's been really, like I mentioned, bringing those strikeouts strikeout numbers up. He's striking out over a batter and inning. Uh, he's not giving up any home runs. He was averaging two home runs per nine inning last year. He's under one at this point. He's really been stellar at keeping the ball inside the park. 2.44 ERA. He's been great. He's inducing a near career high swings and misses as well. That's up to 12% on the season. So I think this is a great spot for him against admittedly a good twins offense, but getting that at minus 120, pretty low number five and a half. I think that's just a strikeout too low. So really like that prop for him today. Here with DraftKings MLB betting analyst Steve Buchanan. I want to talk Giants Phillies, but I can't talk 
Giants right now without mentioning the Jock Peterson, Tommy Pham, and now Mike Trout drama because he is, quote, the worst fantasy football commissioner in fantasy sports. How have you been dealing with just, I mean, what an intriguing story in baseball right now that has nothing to do with baseball. I mean, this is like a WWE storyline. It feels like at this point, like you're, you got guys being attacked in the outfield pregame. Now we're dragging other players from other organizations in this all over fantasy football. If you can't tell me that fantasy football brings everybody together after this story, then you can't say that about anything. And Steve is an NFL betting analyst as well. Those are his two primary sports. So it's like everything's coming together for you. But let's talk on the diamond, shall we? Uh, Giants Phillies first pitch actually coming up right after this show at 3 p.m. Yeah. Pacific. So Philly's a minus 130 favorite in this one. They're desperate for a win. Um, over the last two weeks, offense has been awful, which is not a great recipe when you have a, a tough defense and bullpen as well. But Aaron Nola taking on Carlos Rodon. Do we continue to fade the Phillies in this spot or what's your angle as you bet this game? Yeah, and you brought up the defense, too. They just lost Gene Segura for the next 10 to 12 weeks who broke his finger last night while trying to bunt a ball, which means just get rid of small ball. You're taking guys out of the game because of that at this point. But you're getting some really good value, I think, with the Giants here at plus 105. And this is a rare spot to get the Giants as underdogs, as long as this closes at plus money, this is only the 10th time this season that they've been underdogs. So this is, doesn't happen very often. And now you're getting them as underdogs against a team that's lost five straight games. The Giants are 14 and 10 on the road this season, while the Phillies have been one of the worst home teams in the league. You'd think that the home field advantage would be a thing for them. It hasn't. They're 11 and 15 in Philly so far this season. And over the past week, this is what's been killing the Phillies. They're not just hitting 211 as a club overall. With men on base, they're hitting 199. I'm not talking about like a discount price on something. That's what they're hitting as a club with men on base. 199. That is absolutely putrid. You're not going to score any runs if you're hitting that poorly with men on base. So you got with the we got Carlos Rodon go, taking the mound today. This is somebody who's been in the Cy Young talks, a really good lefty with some really strong strikeout material. I think this is a great spot to take the Giants as a rare underdog at plus 105. That's one of my favorites tonight as well. Yeah, the plus money price on the overall better team in just about every facet. And you talk about the Phillies dropping five straight. Also, seven of their last eight and 12 of their last 16. It has been a very rough stretch for that squad. Now, I bet the White Sox Blue Jays under yesterday, which, as you know, was not even close to 6-5 final. Not too <laughs> pleased about it. But... Looking at their total today, sitting there at eight and a yeah. half. Am I a glutton for punishment if I'm interested in the under again? What do you think? I mean, aren't we all? But I do <laughs> like the under tonight as well at eight and a half. You get that at minus 115. I mean, historically throughout this season, we're talking about two of the teams that have been one of the better teams at hitting the under. Unders are not fun, but sometimes it's just the play. The Blue Jays have hit the under in 57% of their games. The White Sox are right there with them at 55%. And then you got the two starters going tonight. You got Michael Kopech and Hunjin Ryu taking the mound combined. They have gone seven and five on the under when those two guys take the mound uh, individually. So I think this is just another great spot to take the under here. I've been hammering Blue Jays unders almost all season long. This offense has been playing better as of late. Don't get me wrong, but that offense has really been sputtering. And with uh, two good pitching matchups on the mound tonight, I think this is a great spot to take the under. Just feels a little bit too high to me at eight and a half. So I think that uh, this game to go under nine runs tonight is a good play to make. So you get that at minus one, 115. So give me the under between the White Sox and the Blue Jays. You said it yourself, though. Unders are not very fun. Is there an over you can give me? I want to root for runs somewhere. 
Yeah, you know, if you want to actually go to the Rays and Rangers game over seven runs, just feels really strange. I said, why is it seven? Why do we have seven here? John Gray's taking them on for the Rangers tonight. Five and two has been the over in the starts that he's made. He's allowed at least three runs in five of the seven starts that he's made. When John Gray goes on the mound, you're expecting an over, especially on the team total. So maybe team total on the raise is fine, mm. but seven runs, that just feels like a run and a half too low. I just expected, uh, you know, a number like eight and a half in this spot here. So I think this is a great spot to take an over on a total that just doesn't seem to be priced correctly. Really great stuff. Appreciate the time as always. That is our guy, Steve Buchanan, MLB betting analyst over at DraftKings. We got to step aside, take a quick break. But when we come back, closing things out with a deeper dive into tonight's NHL Eastern Conference Final Game 1 between the Rangers and Lightning and Station Casinos, Chuck Esposito will give us his take as well as fill us in on where all of the money is going. Don't go anywhere. This is My Guys in the Desert. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to My Guys in the Desert. This segment brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. Have you been looking for the right opportunity to switch up your nicotine? Well, now there's a 10-day challenge to give you a fresh start, helping you walk away from the ashtrays, spit cups, and vapes. It's called the Zinn 10 Challenge. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are a satisfying, smoke-free, spit-free nicotine alternative, and they're available in 10 varieties and two strengths. The Zinn 10 Challenge is a risk-free way to let you try Zinn Nicotine Pouches, and if you don't enjoy your experience with Zinn after 10 days, you get your money back. So head on over to Zinn.com slash 10 to take the Zinn 10 Challenge. That's Z-Y-N.com slash T-E-N. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Wrapping things up, so we will give out my official plays of the evening and take by Stormy, and it's all NHL. Big shocker to those of you who have been listening to the show over the last 45 minutes. I'm taking a shot on the New York Rangers here tonight against the Bolts in Game 1, plus 111 on home ice. They're 6-1 in Madison Square Garden this postseason with a lone loss coming Game 1 of their series against Pittsburgh that took triple overtime for that L to come through. The Rangers could very well flame out throughout the course of this series, but I, I'm just hoping for a little momentum to carry over from last series and the Lightning to be a little slow out the gates after nine days off. I'm also on the board for the no-goal first 10 at plus 120 of the teams remaining. The Lightning have the fewest first 10 goals, 3-11 and 11 games. Rangers have been hit or miss on this bet, but the thing that stood out to me about it is in seven games against Carolina, every first 10 goal that was scored was by a Rangers player. Rangers to score first, by the way, even money. But I bring this up because because Andre Vasilevsky is a very different animal in net than anything that New York has seen so far this postseason. I see the scoring tonight being very minimal, and I hope that starts early. I'm also debating my play on the total in the first period. I lean under in both. I just haven't pulled the trigger yet. I am very curious to see how my thinking compares to that of where the money is going in the sportsbook. So happy to welcome in Chuck Esposito, director of Red Rock Race and Sportsbook here in town, oversees all of Station's casinos. How's it going, Chuck? Thanks for joining us. It's going great, Stormy. Always good to jump on with you. Yes, appreciate it, and also appreciate your NHL insight. We've got Lightning Rangers game one tonight. Where is the money going with uh, a battle of the top goaltenders in the world right now? 
Yeah, it, it's strange because you look at this series and what a difference. Five and a half for the total goal scored opposed to, to seven yeah. over in the other series, a goal and a half difference. But, uh, you know, you talked about how dominant the Rangers have been at home. They also have been dominant against the Lightning. They were 3-0 and during the regular season against the Lightning. Sometimes the team just has their number. I agree with you. I think there's tremendous value on the Rangers at home. We're seeing a little bit of money start to show on the Rangers now as well. And if you remember last year when teams had that seven-day layoff, when they came back, they weren't nearly as sharp. It took them a few games to kind of get on track. And I look at that a little bit for Tampa tonight. I think a lot more pressure on the two-time defending champs. The garden's going to be rocking tonight, no question. I think one thing that's going to be really key to key in on in this series is going to be the Rangers' power play, too, against the Tampa Bay Lightning's kill because we know the success that they had last round against the Florida Panthers, killing off all of their penal- killing off all of their power plays, and the Rangers have just kicked it into a different gear in that area. How much is that something that you as, as a viewer are going to be paying attention to? Yeah, I think it's something to look at. I just think the style of play is different. I think you look at both goaltenders here and, you know, two of the best goaltenders in the league. Uh, You look at Vasilevsky and how big he is between the pipes. Mm -hmm. And I think that game seven against Carolina was a huge game for Shostork. And I think being able to win that game on the road and the way that he played, I think it's going to be a really tight close game, but you're right. I think the power play is going to be something important for New York because they've been so good with it, but this is going to be a fun series. I think such a difference again from the Western conference with all the open ice and, and uh, touchdowns scored by both teams. I don't think you're going to see that tonight for sure. Yeah. You mentioned the seven, seven and a half uh, goal total in that game. I'm surprised you didn't just say, Hey, let's throw it up at 11 and see what happens. <laughs> I thought about it. You know, a lot of it's with Kemper, too. If Kemper's not between the pipes, I think it really changes Colorado's style. I know both these teams like to have the open ice and go back and forth, but I think you have to kind of have the circle the wagons mentality a little bit, and they've got to play a little bit different defensively if it's not Kemper between the pipes. One thing that always frustrates me about the NHL is just how mums the word they are on injuries. And Darcy Kemper, like you mentioned, uh, he had the leave last game in the second period. Pavel Francouz, his backup, and he's dealt with a lot of injuries throughout his limited career. Backing him up would be Justice Noonan from their AHL affiliate who only played two games with Colorado and allowed seven goals. And you never want to have to be relying on your third string goalie when you are the Stanley Cup favorite. So that's something that I'm really worried about. And granted, like these are two teams that go goal for goal. Um, But that's something I feel like if you're an avalanche backer and you have a ticket in pocket is definitely cause for concern. I think if you're an avalanche backer, though, and you win that game, but you still gave up six goals. I know when when you and I chatted a few weeks ago, you asked me for who's your pick. And I gave you the Oilers. I mean, I, I liked him against uh, Calgary. I still like him in this series. I think you look at McDavid. He he just looks like he's possessed right now. He's that dog with a bone. And I compare him to a young Michael Jordan. Jordan couldn't get by the Pistons. When he finally did, everything kind of changed. And I look at this Edmonton team now. They got by the first two rounds. Okay, they lost the first game here. They lost the first game at Calgary. It doesn't matter how many goals they're behind. And if for some reason it's not Kemper, I think it's even going to change that mindset of attack, attack, attack even more. I think Edmonton's still live in this series, even being down one game to zero. And he's got his Pippin too, right? With Leon Dreisaitl and everything that he's been he able to add. Does. He absolutely does. Uh, I think you could throw in there. He's got his uh, Dennis Rodman or his, uh, yeah. um, you know, his Horace Grant in, in, in Kane as well. So. Um, they're, uh, they're, they're a good team right now. I think Mike Smith really needs to kind of step up. He's been shaky at best. Uh, this is a lot of games for him that he's played. Um, but I think it's going to be a great series and such a contrast in style between both conferences, make it even that much more fun. I think 
uh, for the Stanley Cup playoffs right now. I will be very interested to see moving forward how Mike Smith, if he's able to dial in a little bit more, because obviously in game one against Calgary, he had to get pulled after allowing three goals very, very quickly in that first period of game one. But he bounced back and smoothed things out throughout the course of the series. So we'll see if he's able. I mean, aside from that one that he led in from 130 feet out, which I shall not be named. Right. Um, let's <laughs> let's talk a little NBA Finals action as well, because obviously tipping off game one coming up tomorrow between the Boston Celtics and Golden State Warriors. Is it primarily Warriors money or people liking this competitive dog from the East? You know, it's really interesting because the public itself and even the, you know, big betters on the public side are all over the Warriors, both in game one and the series. However, the sharper, sophisticated play is all over the Celtics. Uh, the two teams split during the regular season. Each time the team won, I think one one time it was 111 they scored, the other time 110. Um, so it's one of those series right now. I think when people just walk up to the counter and you're hearing that, oh, the Warriors are only a, a three-and-a-half-point favorite or they're only eight to five favorites to win the series, it looks like a lot of value. But anytime that number has ticked up a bit, the Sharps have taken it right back. So kind of interesting right now, but just based on that, based on the public, we are clearly going to be Celtic fans in game one and the series and we're heading into tip-off tomorrow night. That's really interesting. I would love it if you could take us into some of those conversations that you're having with some of these professional bettors and the smart folks in your circle that have that kind of consensus liking Boston so much. What are they telling you? Why do they have this belief in Boston? I think it's a style of play. You know, Boston has gone through some spurts where they don't score, but Golden State relies on the three so much. And I think you look at the totals in the Western Conference opposed to the totals in the Eastern Conference. Boston's going to look to probably slow things down a little bit. They've got some rock stars too, led by Tatum on the other side. And I think you're looking at Boston and you're thinking, hey, if they can take Golden State out of that three bonanza, uh, that three barrage from the Splash Brothers, that Boston can make this a series. And there's some value on them um, that they can go seven, eight, nine deep on their bench. And there's some value on them if the game is a little bit of a slow down game. I am hopeful that these are competitive games through and through that we get a long series. We haven't gotten a lot of that in the NBA postseason to this point. So that's what I'm really, really looking forward to. How much more handled are you going to get over the next 24 hours? Like how much has been bet and how much you expect to come in the day of? First, I'm going to touch on what you said first, is that you're right. If you look at since May 9th, and that was a Grizzlies Warriors game, that game fell within the point spread. Since then, you haven't had another game in the NBA that fell within the point spread. Either the favorite blew the team out or the dog won outright. So I agree with you. I'm hoping that we have some close games and we haven't had that buzzer beater yet, although Miami came came way back in game seven and tried to make that interesting. But the bulk of our handle is definitely going to occur uh, between now and tip-off tomorrow night. We've probably only seen about 25% of it. The rest is going to be uh, coming in. We've seen a great handle on the the two games in the, the Eastern and Western Conference. Definitely hurts not having VGK in it. Um, but overall, I think these matchups in both sports have been tremendous and have drawn a really good handle so far. Really appreciate the time. As always, Chuck, you guys are doing great work over there at Red Rock and with stations. And um, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks, Tommy. Always enjoy jumping on with you. That's our guy, Chuck Esposito. Really great. Like, I, I love how honest he is, not only from the book's perspective of things, but giving his opinion on games and giving us some insight into those conversations. Because I, as a professional broadcaster and a seeker of information, am not a professional better. So always very curious, those people that are laying down the big money and moving those numbers, why they feel the way that they do. That is a wrap on today's edition of My Guys in the Desert. But really appreciate you guys tuning in with us again. 
weekend today. Help me out here with this Rangers ticket. Let's get that plus money. And obviously my props with Mika Zibanejad, Igor Shosturkin, going with everything Rangers today. We'll see how it goes. Danny Burke and Rush Hour are coming up next. Keep it locked right here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.